Are you here? <laughs> of course you're here now, right now, but, but, but where are you? Where are you tuning in from? You're listening to the Paul Leslie Hour from where? GPS coordinates, town, state, country, continent, area code, zip code. Where are you listening from? We'd really like to know. Hey, today we've got an interview with a guy named Wes Loper from the archives. Now, this interview went out on radio way, way back in 2009. It's a pleasure to get it out to you now. Okay, growing up and residing on the South Alabama coast, that teeny little boot heel, Wes Loper progressed into stardom. Wes entertains professionally across the region and beyond. He's performed all along the Gulf Coast for years now and continues to mix rock and country and blues and folk to create his own style with a funky beachside feel and plenty of country. After enjoying the local success of his debut album, Take Me Home, Wes joined up with a team headed by Alan Schulman, along with Mac McAnally, featuring musicians from Nashville and Muscle Shoals. They recorded a breakthrough album of country and southern rock. Oh, yes. The second album project, entitled Keep On Growing, is still available. But check out all of Wes Loper's tunes. And you should also go see him work or play. Wes Loper's renowned at legendary venues like Lulu's at Homeport and the Florabama. You can even see him at this year's Meeting of the Minds Festival. You know, folks, we've got dozens of interviews from the archives, just like this one, and we need to get them out to you, out into the world. You need to hear them. That's what we do. We help people tell stories. You can help support independent media and give to yourself and to others the gift of stories. Simply visit www.thepaulleslie.com slash support. Yes, and give Paul a hot or cold beverage. Now, please, won't you join us for this interview recorded on the road with Wes Loper long, long ago? I think this one was recorded on the tour bus. Either way, we'd like to listen together on this show, so let's get this thing going. We're welcoming Mr. Wes Loper on the program today. We'd like to, first of all, thank you for taking the time to do this, Wes. Oh, man, anytime. Glad to be here. So you come from Mobile? Yeah, originally. And uh, spend my time, I spent a lot of time down on the, on the coast when I, whenever I could get away from Mobile, right down to the beach and the island and stuff. Were you born in Mobile? Or? I was born in Mobile in 1974. A lot of good things come out of Mobile. Yeah. So tell me, how did you start with music? Well, when I was uh, six years old, I came home and there was a piano in the living room and I started just picking stuff out on the piano um, by ear, you know, and uh, I noticed that I could just, I don't know, pick things out real simple. So I tried to pick out as many songs as I could and and I had a, a few lessons. I had an aunt, I mean, uh, a cousin that played and gave lessons and took a few lessons from her as much as a a young man could pay it with ADD, could pay attention, and uh, and then didn't really do much with it until after uh, after high school 
when I picked went from the uh, piano to the guitar. And uh, that's when I really started budding out because the guitar was so portable. I could take it down to the beach and practice my songs for whoever walked by, you know, at night when people walk the beach. And and uh, I would take requests. And if I didn't know them, I would tell them to come back tomorrow. I would learn it. So, Well, what did you uh, grow up listening to? What was what was on your CD player or cassette player? Oh, man, everything from uh, everything from. The Beach Boys to um, Chuck Berry and, uh, you know, I didn't get into Jimmy Buffett until till later, you know, till I started uh, getting the end of high school or whatever. But uh, all through high school, I would I, I actually I learned uh, when I was way young, going way back, my dad would always have my dad. And mom would always have music playing around the house. And that was always like Charlie Daniels band and Waylon Jennings and. Uh, Willie Nelson a little bit, and uh, Allman Brothers. We were big Allman Brothers, and and uh, of course, uh, Wet Willie was a was a favorite around the house, being from Mobile originally. So uh, that was in high rotation. And your uh, your newest album, if I remember correctly, it has Mac McAnally playing guitar on it. Is that true? It is, and it does. Uh, we actually did one of his songs too, called "The Simple Life." And uh, he uh, not only played guitar on it and and graced it with his harmonies, but he also did uh, he led the sessions, which uh, made for a really fun experience because he's a guy he's a nice guy and he he knows how to orchestrate things pretty well, you know, it's, with the quiet guiding hand. So it was really cool to watch. So how did you hook up with Mr. McAnally? McAnally came along because of. Uh, the, uh, one of the producers on the album, Alan Shulman, is from Sheffield, Alabama, which is right around the Muscle Shoals, Quad City area. And uh, they've been friends for uh, a long time, you know, ever since the beginning of each of their careers. And uh, Alan Shulman has been uh, engineering Jimmy Buffett's stuff. So there's the connection between McAnally, Alan Shulman thing. And uh, Mac McAleer. You know, he was the one who pointed pointed us towards uh, when I said, hey, we need a producer. We looked at first to McAnally, but um, he was a little busy at the time. And, and Shulman came on and uh, and really took up the project as producer. And then he turned turned the sessions over to McAnally. So it's all one hmm. big team thing. Out of all the places you play, and I was looking on your website and you guys get around a lot. You know, you guys are moving. We're trying, you know, we're trying to, to spread out. I spent so much of my early career, I guess what you would say, paying your dues, um, you know, down on the coast and playing all the the beach bars and restaurants. And, uh, uh, you know, I, probably my first paying gig was playing for the folks that were uh, uh, waiting for a table at the Oyster House. The original Oyster House, which is where I bartended before I started playing music, and uh, you know, I've from that started doing weddings and uh, birthdays and graduation parties and whatever. But I could stay pretty busy. I stayed busy seven days a week, you know, right there in my hometown, you know, by diversifying and playing as much as many events as I could. Um, and it wasn't until uh, I, because my big thing was I never wanted to make it and go big without feeling like I really had my 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 chops and my dues behind you know 
those dudes at least. I feel like I, I could hold my own. So that's what I did. And uh, now we're taking basically all I've learned from doing that seven days a week on the road and and uh, continuing to learn. So given the fact that you guys are, are getting around so much, is there any place in particular that is a favorite place for you to play? Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, man, it's so, it's so weird because we play a lot of cool places and, uh, and, uh, right off the top of my head, it, it, it's not, it's not always the obvious ones. I mean, you know, we're, uh, in Atlanta, Georgia tonight and, uh, it's an awesome place to play up here. Um, but, uh, you know, one of the, my, my, the gigs that you do for little money that are sometimes the most fun and, uh, and there's a place in Meridian, Mississippi that, uh, that, uh, we play for very little money. I won't say how much or how little, but, uh, we do it because the people there really come out and support us a lot. I mean, like it's, it's amazing their, their dedication and, and how much they ask for us to come back and, and, uh, and when we, when we show up, they show up and they're ready to have a good time. And that refuels our, our jets, you know, and, and our engines and, and, uh, you know, that's Meridian, Mississippi and it's a place called the shed house. And, uh, it's pretty fun, pretty fun. But, uh, you know, any place that I'm playing is better than, you know, going to work for a day. So <laughs> <laughs> I make the best of all of them, you know. We did an interview recently with Mac McAleer and Lucy Buffett at their place, Lulu's, and they said, Wes is legendary around here. <laughs> well, I guess as any legend, the legend probably bigger than the man. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know what part they're talking about, but um, I just do what I do. You know, I, I'm not I wouldn't call myself a traditional musician. I don't fit all the mu- the regular musician stereotypes because. I worked for a living, you know, and uh, for a long, long time doing many, many jobs. And I, I guess I come from a uh, lower middle class. I wouldn't say poor because uh, there's some poor people in the world that I, I couldn't even compare to. But uh, lower middle class, we worked every day and, and my parents, I saw my parents work every day. And, and that's how they that's what made sense to me in the world. And so that's what I do as I work every day. You know, I don't party, drink, you know, like people think musicians may do all the time you know uh, i can party and drink with the best of them uh when the times when time comes but uh i never want to be that guy who's on stage in, in front of a bunch of people and and the drunkest guy in the room you know and not taking life seriously yeah. because i do take uh i think what i do seriously because i mean you know it's, it's my bread and butter so if i don't do what i do well, I don't eat, and I really like to eat. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, that's just me. What is it that you hope people get out of your music? Uh, man, just uh, a good time, you know. Really, uh, first and foremost, I want them to smile, you know, and uh, that smile can come from a, a, a deep realiza- realization of the truth or uh or something that's just funny, you know, but, uh, I really, you know, from a young age, I remember wanting to make people smile. I probably, uh, you know, I aspired to be a DJ, I think at one time. And then, uh, 
but I could have seen myself being a uh, just a clown too in the in the circus, you know, or even a birthday party clown, just to make people smile. So that's I carry that over to to my music. I try to make people have a good time. What musician, if any, do you find yourself getting compared to a lot? That's a tough one. Uh, depends on which clothes I'm wearing. Sometimes, <laughs> uh, I the the one that one that was surprising to me, I guess, uh, was a Jim Croce. I had a song on my first album that people listened to, uh, and they said it sounds a lot like Jim Croce, and which is kind of weird because I, I listened to Jim Croce, but I never did. He's one of those guys that I never covered any of his material directly. Uh, I played with a in a duo with a guy who did some Jim Croce and I sang the harmonies on it and played the songs, but never sang Jim Croce's part. And, uh, and it's weird when I, when I wrote that song, it's called meant to be together on my first album. I really kind of had, I was trying not to sound like James Taylor because that's a good, big influence. Uh, and I thought that was a James Taylorish song. So, uh, I guess by not sounding like James Taylor, I, I ended up sounding like Jim Croce. So, I don't know. When you're not on the road performing or writing songs, when you're not doing music related stuff, what kind of stuff do you enjoy doing? Um, well, I'm an adrenaline adrenaline junkie, even though I can't pronounce it right now. Uh I like going fast and uh and that doesn't always it's it's a relative uh speed I guess because I love to sail and uh as it's something when you're when you're out there harnessing, you know, the wind and go and get it squeezing every little ounce of speed you can get out of the wind that you have to work with. That's, that's what I like to do. And uh, I've just taken up kiteboarding or kite surfing and, uh, still in the initial banging my knees, you know, uh, falling down stages of learning that. But, uh, I also fly, um, I don't know. I've always wanted to fly. I always wanted to be a naval aviator, but, uh, didn't take that course of, of study as uh it didn't it didn't I just didn't I didn't follow it as well but uh, I really enjoy the fact that I'm been thankful that I've gotten the opportunity to uh, get my pilot's license and fly and uh and that pretty much between those three things if I can get any of those in in a, in a week I'm I'm a happy guy I'm back to center given that this program goes out all over the world given the powers of technology my last question for you, what would you, Wes Loper, like to say to the world? <laughs> Everybody just chill. I mean, come on. There's, this is a big world. And, oh, man, if we could all just chill and let let other people be whatever they want to be. And and uh, if, if, it seems like if people would let other people be what they want to be, they would have time to be who they are. And there's plenty of Give each other each other space and that stop fighting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, stop killing people. <laughs> Let people live. You know, live live good. Uh, if if anything, I would say to the kids: find out what you'd like to do, and uh, and without bastardizing it, learn how to make money at it. Mm-hmm. You'll never, you know, if you can if you can make money doing what you love, you'll never work again. <laughs> Well, Mr. Lofer, I appreciate you taking the time to speak with us. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate you having me. And before we go, tell all the listeners how they can find out more about you. But I guess the most informative place would be westloper.com and uh, W-E-S-L-O-P-E-R.com. But, of course, we're also on MySpace. Uh, 
at uh, backslash West Loper Band Rocks. And, uh, of course, each of the band members have their own page, and that's, uh, you know, you start at West Loper, and then, and then from there we, we're each other's friends, uh, first and foremost. So uh, you can find out more about the bandmates. And then uh, CD Baby is where our album is sold online most most of all. So uh, please buy an album and uh, check it out. All right. Well, thank you so much again. Thanks, Paul. Hi, guys. You're listening to Time After Island Time with Wes Loper. We thank you and appreciate you dropping in for the Paul Leslie Hour today. You know, you can help the Paul Leslie Hour in our mission to provide independent media content like this by visiting www.thepaulleslie.com slash support. We truly thank you. This is your announcer speaking. Performance of the Entertainer intro song and Corina Corina outro song courtesy of John Primerano. Well, that's it for today. So until next time, be safe and be good.